When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bats. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, zoom, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome into the hot corner for it must be a Wednesday as it's always a Wednesday. We are back and refreshed. Welcome back from the all-star break. From the all-star break. First time we've had the all-star break off on this show, but you know, things happen. We still had John on. It's all good. And we're veterans now. You know, we don't need to go to the all-star game and deal with the hoopla We'll take uh, we'll take the days off and get we've, ready. We've experienced that already. We'll take the days off and you know go drinking in Hood River or something. Yeah, that that all star games are for kids, anyways. You know, you've been to one, you've been to a thousand of them. Who cares if you're like a twelve timer? That's lame. Yeah. Although Mike Trout keeps going every single year. What a loser! <laughs> right? God, he must be so boring. Uh, kind of is a little boring actually, but that's okay. Well, Mike's here again. Has he batting lead off too? God, I'm sick of that guy. <laughs> Were they going to give him three at-bats again? Oh, yeah, there's not a bunch of other guys on this team that want to hit. God, he's hit a home run every single All-Star game. We just want to keep throwing him out there? You want to make it unfair for the National League? Two-time MVP not good enough? You got to go for three, huh? <laughs> or is he three and he's going for four? Just playing, Mike Trout. <laughs> we, we love you. That'd be so funny. You know, this is the first time I, you know... So you've been to the All-Star game eight years in a row now. What's different about this year? Well, it's the first time I didn't see Mike Trout. Why is that? Oh, he broke his leg. <laughs> still, like, still got voted in by the fans, by the way, but there's an injury replacement for him. Yeah, can you imagine? You're like one of the young kids. You're like Pete Alonzo, and five years later, you're in your fifth All-Star game. You look around, you're like, oh, man, there's still Mike Trout. Yeah. Mike Trout playing at 40 is going to be in 18 straight All-Star games. They will have just, (laughs) in the previous season, they will have just moved him from center to left. And next year, they're thinking about DH at 41. They're not quite sure. Yeah, they've been DHing him maybe every eight games just to give his body (laughs) a little bit of rest. But, you know, in in 10 years, we, we may have some sort of injections that allow the body to stay younger for longer. Maybe he'll stay a center fielder forever. Yeah, who knows? That'd be great. Wow. I just had a crazy thought. Hmm. Imagine that was a thing that is, has existed, not for eternity, but let's just say since the 40s or 30s or whatever, that you could take a magic pill and your body stopped eroding hmm. if you were an athlete. Okay. What would the what would Major League Baseball look like right now? 
because you obviously still have all the greats playing, or you you would assume he'd still have mm-hmm. all the greats playing. I mean, think about just how incredible that would be. Well, yeah, you're mixing the Mike Trout's and the Mickey Mantles and the Ted Williams and the Tony Gwynns. Well, the first all on the same teams at the same time. The first question talk you about ha- super teams. The first question you would have to ask yourself is who plays center field? Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Mike Trout, or Ken Griffey Jr.? Well, there's 30 teams, so they'd all oh, be playing so center all, field. All, oh, wow. Just for different teams. That's what Holy I'm saying. Goodness. Every great player <laughs> oh, God. who's ever taken that magic pill can keep playing baseball for eternity, and you get super teams, 30 super teams. Oh, except God. for the Cleveland Indians who can't afford anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. We'd be pretty good, man. Who'd start at shortstop, though? For you? Gotta, you got to start Frankie Lindor. Over Vizquel? Yeah. The bat. Well, also, does it have to be guys who are on that team, or can they be? I mean, there's trades, right? There's free agency. They can move around. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the Indians were just the Indians or the Mariners were just the Mariners. You know, Ken Griffey Jr. could play for the Marlins, for all we know. Yeah. Mantle decides to leave New York, and finally Bernie Williams gets his shot. (laughs) (laughs) He's been sitting on the bench the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. God, this is driving me crazy. No one ever plays shortstop again for the Yankees because it's just Jeets at all times. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, what kind of contract do you sign? Isn't that So Mike Trout just signed a 100-year, $6 billion contract. Isn't that great, though? That'd be wild. I I think that would be. I, I'm assuming that that exists in a parallel universe, video games somewhere. Uh, well, or a parallel universe, because there's a game called. Uh, you out think of the, it's just us here, Mike. Out of the park baseball, where it's a it's a simulator game. It's kind of like Football Manager, if you know what that is. Most of you probably don't. Uh, it's a PC game. You don't play it. You manage it, and you just like the, the team oh, yeah, plays yeah. for you. You showed me this, and you can do historic years you can go play in the past and play seasons with all the rosters just start that season over so i'm assuming you could probably merge rosters and make some sort of like super universe with that that'd be pretty crazy whoa whoa scared about a pill um <laughs> that'd be pretty wild man like i don't even know where to start like who do you whoa messing with my brain man right so you've got 30 teams right right and I just I'm interested in this contract aspect because it's like, do the do the do the San Diego Padres just lock up Tony Gwynn? Probably. And they're like, you're not going anywhere for 50 years. So you've got 270 hitters who are starters, right? 30 okay. times nine. Okay. You know, let's just assume the National League adopts the DH for this argument to make it easier for me. So you have 270 of the greatest hitters of all time, post whatever year you want to start giving this pill out to people, and. They all get to play the entire time. And any new guy who comes up who can kind of break through that that glass ceiling like a Mike Trout gets to play. But boys are going to be harder to rise up the ranks now. Yeah. Darren Erstad is super pissed right now. <laughs> He's never playing anywhere. <laughs> well, he was playing at center field for Houston or for Anaheim. Yeah. He's the best center fielder they had. Right. But and remember, he was like, I got this job on lock. Ain't no one coming up. We going to be good. And then it's like, remember, here's my argument, though. It's not per team. So the 270 best players ever are all populating across all 30 teams. Right. But right. But so Darren Erstad never sniffs the major leagues. Oh, I see. I see. I see. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then I'm still fascinated with this center field. 
So now we got to find the 30 best center fielders of all time. Yeah. I think we can do this. Well, absolutely. I mean, we probably shouldn't do it list radio on the show, but. No, we're definitely doing this right (laughs) now. I'm drafting Duke Snyder right now. Okay. (laughs) It's like a snake draft, dude. I'm way at the bottom, but I'm getting two picks in a row. Yeah, you are. Sometimes that's the best place to be. Yeah. Who goes first? Who goes first? Yeah. Babe? The Bambino, because he can pitch. Ted Williams? Teddy? Um... I don't know, man. I might take Mike Trout. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I might, dude. What's so bad? What's so bad about that pick? I guess the other thing, too, is as the game modernizes, although they've been playing this entire time, are they fading because their sensibilities of baseball are different, right? Well, like I, our guys coming up now just because they're more athletic. So these guys have been taking the super pill. That's great. But they're right. still Mickey Mantle from, the, from what, the 40s. So you're, you're just going to be with tons some, of booze in his system. Right. Some skinny white guy who's always drunk. Or you're going to have, like, Giancarlo Stanton, <laughs> mammoth human being coming up. It's like, are they even going to be able – would they even be able to compete? Or would right. the young guys still somehow, maybe not entirely, but win out? Well, I think I saw some interviews or or some, some audio interviews from um, Ted Williams, who was just kind of like, if you can hit, you can hit. And Tony Gwynn used to, like – You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tony, Tony Gwynn used to always have conversations with Ted Williams. He was like – he was – you know, this is his dream, and he, he loved talking with Ted Williams. And they basically both agree. It's like, if you can hit, you can hit. Like, if Pete Rose is playing right now, he's hitting the baseball. Yeah. Even though he's kind of, like, short and stocky. Yeah, probably. You know, not everybody's got to be Ichiro. Texters are saying, how high are you guys I know, right I know. These people think. This is not a high. I don't think this is a high <laughs> thought. I think this is a it's very. It's kind of like a high baseball kid talk. Like if Tim Kirkshen and Buster Olney are, are like smoking reefer and they're talking, they're like, whoa, man, I'm taking Mays first. I don't know. What what were we talking about that put that thought in my brain? Uh, it just popped in there. It was a random little baseball thought that I dreamt up. And now I want to see happen really, really badly, you, even though it never will. You can't control where the high takes you you just got to go with the flow but i'm not high are you am i not what are you drinking over there are words <laughs> water are words things that i speak what i don't know i don't know <laughs> i like i like some people are joining in on this though on the better you today text line i take man over stand any day Stan super overrated. Right, I was just using that <laughs> as an example I know, of I know. large human being. I know, I know, but I love it. It's like mantle, duh. What's wrong with you, Mike? <laughs> duh. DiMaggio, pfft, taking, taking mantle, duh. Duh. You know, just like probably top three, maybe number one best player of all time. <laughs> he just so happens to be my favorite player of all time. <laughs> Dude, where does like, what do pitching staffs look like? I know, right? So my number one is Bob Gibson. My number two is Clayton Kershaw. And rounding out my fifth starter is going to be uh, Randy Johnson. <laughs> That's your five? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm also filled out with, you know, Sandy Koufax and Bob Feller, you know. And then another interesting thought to this is who are the worst starters, hitter or pitcher, in this league? So you've got, two. let's just say, 270 hitters. Who is hitter ranked 270? Like, who's the guy who's hitting 240 at this time, even though he's one of the greatest hitters of all time? Yeah, it's like Lou Brock, batting ninth. (laughs) We're like, this guy's really slumping. And it's like, well, every dude is throwing, like, 
the nastiest stuff you've ever seen. Like Ricky Henderson or something? Yeah, yeah. No, Ricky bad leadoff. Well, okay. Ricky don't let Ricky not bad leadoff. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was fun. I got uh, you thinking, and now guess what? You're not gonna be able to get that thought out of your brain, are you? Yeah, I'm like willing to actually like sit down and break this out. And you want to like make a little list and just start? Yeah, we can do out teams. We can do and- a big draft. Who gets to pick first? Like, how do you decide that? The worst franchise of all time? Yeah, absolutely. Yankees. Yankees pick thirtieth. Yeah, that'll be fine. Cardinals pick 29th. Yep. Who picks first? Mariners. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the Mariners. Maybe the Mariners. Mariners oh, get Mickey God. Mantle or Babe Ruth. That'd be pretty oh, cool. God. Yeah, right, dude. They'll take Dustin Ackley instead. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's got to be a different level. It's like, oh, you, this Jay Buter guy. Yeah, that's our number <laughs> yeah. one pick. Hey, why not? He seems like he fits in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Who knows what it would be? Oh, well, thought for another day. I would like to continue that. Logan Morrison, number one pick. <laughs> Lomo. I do like this. Vlad Guerrero in the ninth hole. Ha ha. But kind of true. Kind of true. Yeah. 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 No gloves swinging at the dirt. <laughs> this guy um, has no control of the strike zone. We have to hit him ninth. God. Look at how many times Mickey Mantle's getting on base. Vlad swinging at everything. That's not baseball. Yeah, dude. Nine hole. Dude, your fifth starter is literally going to be like Roy Halladay. Yeah. That's your fifth starter. Yeah. Goodness gracious. All right. We got a cool show coming up for you guys. We will recap what was a really fun all-star weekend. I want to get into that first, so we'll do that in the first hour. And in the second hour, so maybe look forward to the second half stuff. I kind of want to talk about this um, um, uh, Mariz, this, this Marisnik situation that kind of happened in, in Houston over the last few days, which kind of leads me to that catcher rule that we still don't understand. Might get into some of that in the second hour as well. You can always text in the better you today. Text line at 55 305 that bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show you can find us on social media as well i'm at pdd085 on instagram you can find mike at mike lynch 27 on twitter there's also the beers on us podcast drops tomorrow around four o'clock cool one about uh, how to introduce your non-portland friends to portland beer so get that wherever you get your podcast you can also follow us on instagram at beers on us all right coming hold up hold on hold on hold on what so if a new guy joins the ranks, does the guy he replaces just die on the field? <laughs> no, we take him out back and shoot him because we're because we got class, man. He don't die on the field. Come on, just when he leaves the stadium. Just when he leaves the stadium. Yeah, he just disappears. He like walks in the cornfield. Yeah, he gets the like field the draps. Yeah, he, gets the <laughs> he just disappears. All right, when we come back, we'll start with what was a doozy, and that would be the 2019 home run derby. We'll do that next. This is the hot corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 721 here. And before we get into this, Mike and I just ran into something. So if you break it down by position, there's going to be a lot of Hall of Famers not on these teams. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was just looking at first baseman. They can fill out the bench. It's fine. Yeah, I was just looking at first baseman, and, like, number 32 is Mark Grace. Can't tell me he's one of the best 270 players of all time. No way. You see no. what I mean? So it's like, I think who's going to take the big hit? It's going to be the outfielders. Like the outfield on these teams are going to be monsters. Yep. Absolutely. absolutely. Absolute monsters. But then the bench will also get filled out as well. So what every team has four or five guys on the bench, 
that you can and I mean if you want assuming your starters are going to be as good as they are you don't need as big of a bullpen right so you could even extend it to say like seven hitters on the bench yeah you can get and that would be your fill-in yeah you can get most of those guys and that, I think you can make an argument like Omar Vizquel could play second short and maybe third right yeah because like number 17 according to this list number 17 second baseman is Ian Kinsler oh wow yeah that's interesting I mean, he had a great career. <laughs> Meanwhile, Barry Bonds is on the bench. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. True. True. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Can Bonds uh, play second base? Uh, I don't know. When does he take the pill? At 27 or 33? <laughs> like, which Bonds do you get? <laughs> do you get skinny, I'm really good, Hall of Fame Bonds, or do you get A-hole Bonds? How about a little bit of both? A little, little column A, a little column right, B? Right at 30. Right at 30. Right as McGuire and Sosa were hitting bombs. So he just quite hasn't injected all the Balco into him yet. Right. But see, what he's going to do is he's going to take like nine of these pills, thinking <laughs> it's going to help him way more. And instead, he's just going to turn it to an infant. <laughs> he, he, he Benjamin Buttons goes backwards. Yeah. All right. Well, um, getting into some all-star festivities real quick and, and a little fun recap of that. It sounds like the whole weekend was a smash success. Except for the ratings, the TV ratings. But in, whatever. Ter in terms of what we viewed, yes, it was a smash success. Yeah, it sounds like Cleveland did a really good job hosting. I've been to the town. They've got a really cool kind of like food and bev area right next to the stadium. So I'm sure that place was just bananas before the home run derby, after the home run derby, and the game itself. I mean, there's like there's like a top chef restaurants there. There's a couple breweries there bunch of sports bars there as well so i imagine that place was crazy but i want to start with um i want to start with the home run derby the home run derby did you did you happen to see are you familiar with the home run derby michael yes i think i am is that where they hit balls and they go far that is where and they, they hit go balls boom. and they go far it's and like they go back 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 well this year we missed the back 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 well i wouldn't say we oh missed it is right here Thank i you, wouldn't Joe. say we missed back, it back 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 look i'm here's why i missed that is because if you listen on the radio now it's kind of like, oh, there's another one. Oh, there's another home run. At least when Chris Berman's going back, 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 you're like, oh, something's happening, yeah. right? It's a little <laughs> bit more exciting. Uh, but uh, anyway, back, back, back. this is another one of those classics where we're going to all think Vlad Guerrero Jr. won it, but it was, in fact, my guy Pete Alonzo. Just throwing that out the there. The polar bear. The polar bear himself. It's a cool um, nickname, by the way. This might be... I think this is the most the most expressive I like vocal I have ever been in reaction to a home run derby since probably Maguire in ninety nine. Hmm. This was Josh Hamilton's for me at Yankee Stadium. Because that one I was too that but that was more just like a whoa. This I was like sitting in a chair, like giggling like a ten year old. I think the thing for me with this is that the progressive field doesn't have the look of a stadium where you can see balls going really far. Yeah. Like for Vlad, he hit 95% of them into those bleachers in left field. Which is where I sat game two of the World Series. Holla. Humble brag. Uh, but there is a Yankee Stadium. Josh Hamilton was hitting it to the subway tracks, and there's the gap there, and there's the upper deck, and there's the deep bleachers, and there was the... And the pillars, yeah. and the stars, and the lights. I mean, it was just... Well, there's no stars. You can't see stars in New York. The, true. 
the stadium, I think, has a big impact on it. I didn't love progressive field for the home run derby because it never felt like, even though some of the balls were going really far, mm-hmm. that they were going that far. Okay. The one that I saw that I was most impressed by was, I think it was Vlad, where he hit a pillar behind that standing deck that was holding up the gates. He hit that, and I was like, oh, my Holy God. goodness. Um, so I didn't love that, but in terms of just the sheer power that we, uh, watching him swing mm-hmm. and knowing almost every single one was going out, it was an oblique moment for me. Uh, there's a couple things I took from it. I have never in my life in a home run derby seen someone hit a ball that was just a moonshot, and then that hasn't even landed, and there's already another home run going out. That was insane. By the way, against the rules, but, you know. So Whatever. Much. I think everybody was like, ah, screw it. No, Let's I just know. Do I just this. thought it was funny that every time they put the rules up, the first thing was wait for the ball to land to pitch. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 keep him coming. Well, there was an umpire there doing it, and yeah. he let them go every single time. Right, so. because he stood there and was like, good God, did you see that? Can we get two <laughs> balls to land at the exact same yeah, time? Yeah, it was so amazing. One of the other things that really stood out for me, and you know how I can be. You know how it's like, when there's a player that I don't like, then it's just like, I don't like you, and I bury him. Um, I found myself, for a moment, rooting for Jock Peterson. Yeah, me too. And I usually do not care for me because I, I think he's a strikeout machine. I, you know, I, I just He's the guy that seems hyped, but he's kind of terrible. I don't like Jock Peterson either, and I, he kind of just has one of those faces. Yeah, yeah, he's got the face. And I wasn't rooting for him to beat Vlad Guerrero. But I was rooting for him to continue to hit home runs because I was having a ball of a time watching them go against each other. How about a three-overtime thing in the bracket? Let me say this. We've always ripped on all these various all-star games and things for their stupid formats. Baseball figured it out with this bracket thing and the overtime and the and the, the swing-off bonus balls and stuff. I mean, it was that was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. And you knew they were dead tired. Yeah. And then in that third overtime, Vlad hit two home runs, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh, can Jock do it? No, he can't. But it was still amazing nonetheless. And it it reminds me of the Josh Hamilton one, too. Not that Pete Alonso is not Justin Morneau. Alonso was hitting bombs, whereas Morneau was, like, barely clearing the right field wall at Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. But it just felt similar to that because that was Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s home run derby, and Pete Alonso snuck up there and stole it from him. I would argue it was Jock Peterson's, too. Well, they, but that, I guess that's the negative of the bracket is yeah. that you got to eliminate people earlier, whereas it used to be the totals until the end. There was some really cool moments from some other guys, too. I mean, Ronald Acuna Jr., when he was just like... He's just going oppo the entire like, time. I'm tired of hitting these all the same spot. I'm just going to spray this around the field. Like, <laughs> that was super cool. That made you kind of say, I think for the first time in a home run derby, I saw a player... Who wasn't who wasn't gonna win? Acuna wasn't gonna win. I mean, Vlad was way too far, so he wasn't gonna win. But he kind of showed up and was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna win. So let me show you what kind of hitter I am." I thought that was super cool, especially from a young kid like that. Which goes back to the conversation we had weeks ago on this show about the you know the blow up of young talent right now. Like that's the kind of guy we need in baseball, a dude like Ronald Acuna. Who's just like, I'm not going to win this, but I'm still going to put on a show. I mean, all, basically everybody in the home run derby was a young guy. Jack Peterson was not young, although I still consider him in the younger group. Right. I mean, they all killed it, man. Your oldest dude was like Carlos Santana. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of disappointing. I know you won a round, but 
I didn't like watching him hit very much. Bregman kind of sucked, which was sad. I don't think Bregman wanted to be there. Yeah, it was weird. And he he was leaving a lot short. There was another I, I can't remember who else it was. Bregman's like, I'm trying to win a World Series. I don't care about a pickup truck. Somebody else did not exactly uh, excite me. But beyond that, I mean, they were all great and a lot of fun to watch. And I love the Home Run Derby. It's my favorite event of any All-Star game, all sports. Mm-hmm. But the last two years with the bracket have been another level for me. Yep. Another it was, level. It was really cool. Definitely one for the books. Just remember that Pete Alonzo won it, not Vladdy Jr. Okay, when we come back, let's get a quick recap of the game and what we saw. There is something that happened in the game that kind of bothered the living daylights out of me. I don't know if it's because I'm biased or if it's just because I thought it was a little Bush League. We'll do that next. But first, there's Mike with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. There's also some really interesting things you'd have to get into in this greatest teams of all time. Like Johnny Mize, he's going to be on someone's team, but most people don't know who he is. Yeah, who's Johnny Mize? He is a first baseman. They have him listed as, like, according to this website. They do weigh it. A lot of it is war-based. He played for the New York Giants from 36 to 53. Mm. You know? And number six is Hank Greenberg. You know? So it's like, how are you really going to choose between Hank Greenberg at six or Frank the Tank at seven? Well, you're, yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, would you and I lean towards Frank Thomas? Because we're like the big herd. He's going to hit bombs for me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Man, I should really play video games. This would be the thing to do. Well, a lot of people do this, yeah. (laughs) Do things like this. Can you, how long would it take you to set up a 30-team league? Oh, it would take a long time, but that's just And then you just hit a simulation and let it go. Then at the end of the year, you look at everyone's stats. You could do that. You could pick a team you'd like to play and play through an entire season and get to see all the super teams. Um, or you can probably find something like this on the internet because people have time to do this more than us. Or if there is a heaven, this is what I want to see in heaven. Maybe this is one of the things you can do in heaven. Maybe in heaven, in your little TV room in heaven, you'll have a PlayStation 4 with Emily of the Show 2070. Dude, NES. I want I want 8-bit, 16-bit. Hey, it's your heaven, whatever you <laughs> want. And although that would be weird. Can we go to Iowa? It's your heaven. You do whatever you want, I guess, right? That's how it works, yeah? Nice. So you enter in your TV room, and your TV is in the cornfields in Iowa. And this is already set up for you. And you just got to play or simulate or do whatever you want or do both because you're dead. And you got endless time. Because you're dead. (laughs) Endless, endless, endless no time. Oh, man. All right, I've already started compiling the list of first basemen. We're going to do this. And next to that TV in the cornfield is a fridge of beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Full of Sierra Nevada pale ale. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Some Manny's pale ale. <laughs> Ooh, now you're talking to me. Some Georgetown in there. Can I drink it out of my Coog mug? I like you. You're asking me as if, like. <laughs> like you have the final say. Well, right. you're a Jew, so maybe you're in control. <laughs> maybe I'm right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're maybe we're the right the right religion. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, did you watch the game, Michael? I did not get a chance to watch the whole game. I watched uh, the early portions of the game and then missed the last couple innings. There was a moment. I knew this answer, but I set it up for Radio Lane. 
Uh, there was a moment in which I was quite disappointed in you for not watching the game, and I knew you weren't watching the game because Glaber Torres made an error that Frankie Lindor wouldn't have made. It's not an error. And I, it was definitely, well, Frankie would have got it. It doesn't mean it's an error. It was a hard hit ball up the middle that he just didn't get to. And so Glaber Torres, you're telling me, is not making this team. No, of course not. <laughs> Neither probably is Frankie Lindor, to be yeah, honest. Easy. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Shortstop's a pretty good position over here. Um, but uh, I I had a cool moment. One of my best friends texted me, and he was like, because it was while they were, I think they were talking to Christian Yelich when he was on the field, and he had to go get the fly ball. Him and Bellinger together. Him and Bellinger, yeah. Belly which, and Yelly. Which we can get into in a moment, but he texted me, and he was like, yo, dude. Well, Christian Yelich texted you. <laughs> I wish. Oh, God. Never wash my hands again. Okay. <laughs> um, he texted me and he was like, "Dude, do they always interview? When did they start interviewing players in the middle of the game? It seems super distracting." That guy almost dropped the ball, and I was like, "Yo, dude, it's the All Star game." He goes, "Oh, really? Oh, I'm glad I turned this on." And I was like, "You decided to watch one baseball game all year, and it just happened to be the All Star game. <laughs> you weren't confused when everyone was wearing different jerseys." I very much enjoyed the conversations. On the field. I thought it was cool. Uh, Obviously, it really affected Freddie Freeman and his at-bat against Clayton or uh, Justin Verlander. Yeah. Because he struck out on four pitches. I guess he told Verlander, I'm going to hit a dinger. And so Verlander just threw breaking balls at him the whole time. Yeah. And he yelled at him on the the field, hey, throw a strike. He was like, swing the bat then. (laughs) Because he took two strikes like right up down the middle. And it was very, very funny to get that. But I went back because I I missed all – not all of them. I missed – some of them and i went back on mlb tv's app the app at app they had all of those together in videos so i watched the three astros for seven minutes the brantley bregman and uh, yeah. uh springer one and you know there was the lindor one and there was the belly and yelly which i think is the, the coolest thing of all time belly and yelly it was really 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 fun and I know that wouldn't fly in a regular game but man i want more of that we've seen it in spring training mm-hmm. and we've seen it in the all-star game, but I would really love to have more of that. Even if it was just like guys mic'd up without interviews. Right. But then again, you have a mic pack on and then you're diving for a ball and you get, get a crush between your body and you get injured. I don't well, know. Well, how we don't have it like Bluetooth is beyond me, but that's a different discussion. I think one thing that'd be really cool. Still is something that has the wireless signal. That's yeah, weird. I guess so. I think something that would be really cool is you just, yeah, you're not interviewing them. But then after the game, when ESPN shows the highlights or MLB Network shows the highlights, those are put in there. Because you obviously got to be screened. You know, I was sitting there watching Frankie Lindor, and he's he's having the interview, and then he's talk, talking over to Matt Chapman. He's like, hey, Chap, back up, back up. And then he turns to Torres and is in Spanish, and he's telling him something. So you'd have to have somebody. You don't want him to be like, hey, Chap, back up. Hey, Torres, go bleep yourself, you know? <laughs> but I think it would be cool if there was a way to add a little more of that on-field conversation. I think a lot of people. Or just pay to have it, or just pay a price and get it non-censored. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, too. Like HBO style. A lot of people like the behind-the-curtain stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether that's you know videos in the locker room after a win or the in dugout interviews or anything like that or mic'd up players in the NFL for example, people love that stuff. Yep. It's really 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 interesting because all you see normally is just the guys playing the game, and then some generic interview after the game. 
you know, might be able to get a little personality sometimes, but generally you're not going to get that. Yeah, Joe Madden, Lester seems to really be dealing. What 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 what'd you say to him? Well, I just told him to calm down and focus on his stuff and he'll he'll get it. You're like, boring. Right, exactly. So if you can get more of this, I think it would just enrich the game even more. You'd get to know the personalities of players better for better or for worse. And you would uh really I think enjoy it would make the viewing experience more enjoyable mm-hmm. because a lot of people find baseball boring. And that would help make a little extra something to make it less boring. Yeah, I think these are the things that would kind of put a kind of shot in the arm and make it a little more entertaining as everybody seems demanding. I mean, baseball is pretty dang entertaining to me, but me too. I guess if you need more, if it's something like this, I'm on board, especially if it markets all these young kids we got. All right, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the game, but more importantly, I want to get into something that I thought was. Kind of a chump move by the American League manager, Alex Corwin. We'll do that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 7.46 here on the Hot Corner. Do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. What do you do with uh, the steroid guys? I think you leave them in. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's... Because 27 is Rafael Palmero. I think you leave them in. If you think those guys were good without the steroids, then you leave them in. If you have a question about whether or not they would have been good, then maybe you could take them out, but I'm not trying to make this overly complicated. I just wanted to have this experiment. Just want to exist. But Rafael Palmero was good. Yeah. Um, 3,000 hits, 500 dingers. Right. So I don't... I mean, you can't take him out. I mean, Sammy Sosa, maybe you can take him out. Yeah, 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 you can take Sosa out. Also, the, he's in the outfield, so he probably won't make it anyway. Oh, no way. Uh, the number four first baseman, according to this list, would be Jeff Bagwell. He, he, scores, I, I he scores higher than Frank Thomas, Jim Tomei, Miggy Cabrera, Todd Helton, Eddie Murray. I, I understand why. But I'm not picking Jeff Bagwell as my fourth first baseman. Oh, I mean, he's on this list. Yeah, and I'm you not, can take Johnny Mize ahead of him. I'm not taking him. All right. Well, in watching the All-Star game that the American League won again because, duh. <laughs> best league. Best league, duh. Uh, wins 4-3. Gets a little close in the end. You know, American League pretty much had the whole thing wrapped up thanks to a – it started off with a Michael Brantley double. No shocker there. Put him on the board early. I dug it. I was cheering. The fans in Cleveland were cheering. Uh, Shane Bieber in the fifth, killing it. MVP, go Tribe. Uh, but then in the eighth, the Dodgers kind of come back to put two runs on the board and make it a little more interesting. Or the Dodgers. The Dodgers. The National League. Sorry, I watched a lot of uh, Max Muncie. I thought he was like the best player on the field for the NL. He was. He was like, his pudgy little butt was scooting around second base making plays. It was cool. I still don't know why he's a second baseman, but okay, I'll take it. Because nobody plays real positions for the Dodgers <laughs> unless you're Corey Seager and Justin Turner or Russell Martin. Like everyone else, it's like, uh, Bellinger, you're going to play uh, left field today. Tomorrow you're going to catch. Because yeah. <laughs> they just got a bunch of dudes that just can play anywhere, Every, quote play unquote. Everywhere, yeah. yeah, it's like, we'll, we'll we'll make four errors, but we'll hit seven bombs. By the way, did you notice they brought up two rookies and they're raking? Because of course they are. Of course they are. Because the Dodgers farm system is still good. And they're going to lose the World Series again. 
I hope, because then it would be my team like, well, not likely. Hopefully it's against my team. That's a better way to put it. Uh, but something bothered me in the eighth inning, and that was when Alex Cora went to the bullpen and brought in Brad Hand. Now, I understand that I might sound biased in this, but Brad Hand's getting traded, so I don't really care what happens to Brad Hand. I just thought this was kind of ridiculous. You have all of these relievers at your disposal, guys that didn't even play, and Brad Hand is throwing almost 40 pitches in an All-Star game. Is that not ridiculous? It is ridiculous, yes. Why on earth is Alex Cora doing that? Because uh, they don't need a closer and everyone else wants Brad Hand, so just run him down? <laughs> maybe they, well, no, that would be reverse psychology. I was going to say maybe they want Brad Hand, so they're going to wear him down so the, the value of his trade goes down. Everybody's like, I don't want that guy. And Boston's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It is kind of weird. I remember you taught talking to me about that because i i didn't see that ending so i didn't know i just watched the highlights of it but i didn't realize his pitch count got so high that's a little ridiculous especially considering you've got more pitchers that you haven't used that's the one position that never gets fully used in an all-star game right. is the pitchers because you want to use all the starters and you have only a couple of bullpen time guys that you can use i just thought it was ridiculous i'm like watching this one guy comes in and the bases are loaded and you're like pull the dude jesus get him out of there now nah, he's just gonna almost blow the game God, I was so upset about that. I'm still fired up about it. Well, has Brad Hand pitched poorly since you guys have come back? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. You haven't even paid attention? I've been paying attention, but I don't know if Brad Hand's going in. You're not watching the games? I am trying to watch the game, Mike, but I have a job, a J-O-B that is a real job, Mike. You're such a bad fan. Not like your fake job here. Such a bad fan. Oh, yeah? Well, did you? Uh, are you watching your Yankees? No, because they're getting rained out. You're a bad fan. That didn't make sense. No. Just going to let that sit there. At least I tried. <laughs> I don't know. What's what's the sort of, like, unwritten, what's the rules? Well, there's no rules. And, I got to imagine. And Terry Fra- Francona was in the dugout. And I got to so- imagine he's sitting there going, like, dude, pull my guy. No, I'm assuming he, if he wanted him pulled, he would have said, hey, can we, 30 pitches? Come on. Let's get him out of there. Uh, but maybe he went to him and said, how many pitches does he have? And Tito went like 50. <laughs> so they just leave him in there the entire time. Well, I don't you know leave why it. I gave Francona a really deep voice. but <laughs> You leaving him in there because it's Cleveland? It's like, yo, we already got the we, we already got the MVP wrapped up, man. Yeah, I think that Let's was, not blow the game because of an Indian. That was another thought that I had is it could have been because it was a Cleveland player. Yeah. And you wanted to give that guy the chance to get out of the inning and uh, – I mean, but yeah, you're right. Shane Bieber already pitched really, 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 really well. Sick, nasty. Yeah. Soup's good. You think Shane Bieber should have got the MVP? Probably. Or do you think it leans more towards because it's Cleveland? No, probably. I mean, there were a lot of guys who were deserved. There was no clear-cut MVP in this year's game. Right. So if you're going to get a guy who struck out, did he struck out the side in his inning? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of guys who struck out a couple of batters and had clean innings. Like I mean, if 10 you're, pitches. If you're going to give it to a guy and they're all close, then, yeah, I give it to the hometown guy. And that would be Bieber. I was ready to give it to, like, Michael Brantley. His curveball's really good. Dude, he soups good. Yeah. I wanted to give it to Michael Brantley. Also, Barrios might have deserved it, too. Dude, he was nasty. He was really good. He was throwing some stuff. I was like, whoa, I hate your baseball team. Pinpointing the corner on this little two-seam fastball and then that slider that just drops off the shelf i hate his baseball team so much but boy was he fun to watch <laughs> why do you hate his team so much just because they're ahead of you right now no because i hate the twins man oh, you hate the tigers well i de- i hate the tigers it's tigers one white Sox, two. white Sox two and then it's probably twins three 
Okay, well, there's only one other team. So. Yeah, the Royals. What, what do the Royals ever do to anybody? They won a World Series. Cool, good for them. Everybody <laughs> deserves one. <laughs> Everybody deserves one. Except for the Tigers. Except for those Tigers. <laughs> do you know they won a World Series the year I was born? I did not know that. Yeah, I'm like born in the summer, and then it's like, four months later, Tigers win the World Series. Sparky Anderson becomes the first manager ever to win a <laughs> World Series in both leagues. And you're like, I hate you for life. <laughs> you weren't even an Indian, Indians fan yet. No, but I could feel it sense it mm. it's what made you lean towards cleveland in the first place yeah why do you think the american league continues to dominate you just think they're better think it's higher competition well this year looking at the teams it looked like the national league was better we sat here and looked at it and we were like oof that national league pitching staff we were like goodness gracious well in the lineup too is just yeah out, outrageous but yeah, i was just looking at where's, where's the I, lineup I, don't know. I mean dude it's an all-star game and that doesn't even matter who wins anymore so i don't even i don't know if it's really worth trying to dig into because before it mattered when it was the the world series gets the home field advantage and the al got it every single year in that iteration of the rule but now it's just like ah, i mean it was a close game it was a good game i I got to see all the players i wanted to see for the most part outside of the guys who got hurt so i don't know i mean i i'm happy the al won because i pulled for the al but i don't think there's any rhyme or reason for it Hmm. that's baseball season that's baseball baby (laughs) what's that even from that's baseball, baby. Yeah, what is that even? I have no from? idea. Yeah, it's probably like Always Sunny, some show that everybody's seen that I haven't. I also have not. I've seen Always Sunny, but I have not watched Always Sunny. I've seen like, yeah, like four episodes. Yep. There's a really funny one where Danny DeVito eats like mushrooms and is trapped in a porta potty outside like an Eagles game. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, it's a funny show. I just have, I don't know if I would ever commit to watching that show. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it's funny and I like it, but I don't know if I'd ever binge it. It's like Family Guy humor. And I'm not really into that. Mm. Where it's just like, you know, you think that's funny. That reminds me of the time that I like hacksawed seven trees down and it fell on little children. And then it shows you that. And you're like, ha, 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 I'm like, that's not really funny. Family Guy used to be funny. No longer. Yeah. Adios to that. All right. When we come back, second hour coming up, I got a, got some stuff to look, look at. I kind of want to look ahead to the season, see what we're looking at, see what we like, what we don't like. And I also want to get into this Marisnik thing because it – not about retaliation necessarily, but we can talk about that if we want. But I kind of want to get into this catching rule because I'm still really, really super confused. We'll do all that next on the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.